I was on the way to the uh, funeral. And um, I got there and saw a lot of folks. But uh, the man that got me in, the man who I sat next to, the man who got very emotional there with me. In fact, I think at one point we both cried on each other's shoulders. He's a very tough guy, former chief of police Joe Esposito. But he was there on Friday. And we'll be together once again for Morris Funeral on Wednesday. Really good friend of both of ours, me and Bernie, Chief Joe Esposito. Chief, how are you, buddy? All right, guys. Good morning. How are we doing today, all right? We're doing great. Very I, uh, good, Chief. Great I think job. I just characterized what went down on Friday pretty well in that uh, you're a very tough guy, tougher than me. And uh, you were reduced to tears a couple of times on Friday, of course, uh, wearing the blue like you did for so many years. But... You don't have to wear the blue. Just being a human being, Joe, that was very tough to watch on Friday. I imagine Wednesday is going to be much of the same. Yeah, I mean, that was so emotional. I mean, uh, what a family, uh, the wife and the brother. Uh, I mean, and, you know, i got to tell you, the part that I think people are playing down, they really should be talking about. These two cops had tremendous potential. Young Hispanic cops from the neighborhood, knew the neighborhood, knew the streets. These guys were going to be tremendous tremendous assets for the city so the family a monumental loss what a what a great what a terrible loss for this city also terrible and hopefully they they and i believe uh in the case of uh officer rivera he was very influential with uh, young people a lot of people uh following in his footsteps joining the uh, nypd hopefully that continues his legacy will live on if there's a god in heaven uh, we're speaking with Former chief of police in New York, the NYPD, Joe Esposito. Uh, chief Esposito, uh, let me call you Espo. Espo is the uh, nickname. Espo, listen, this whole uh, atmosphere of lawlessness, crime, I mean, just the bigger picture is that it was the overreaction to the George Floyd murder. And you had a lot of cowardly politicians, corporations, sporting organizations that uh, even had Mitt Romney, guys from Mitt Romney to Max Rose marching with Black Lives Matter who hated the cops, want cops killed. And so we are in this position now, but I believe the tide is turning. I think it is. I don't think people like Schumer and Alvin Bragg should have been in St. Patrick's Cathedral, but you had Kamala Harris also uh, tweeting out support to bail out people who were assaulting cops. I think that sentiment has uh, disappeared you think that this uh, funeral last Friday and the one coming up on Wednesday is a turning point? Well, we would hope so. But, you know, you know, the vast majority of the New York uh, electeds, uh, thank God we, we got a new mayor. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. He's talking right. Uh, let's give him 100 days and see what happens. But the, the rest of the uh, electeds, to, not all of them, but the vast majority, they're there. They're wringing their hands. They're hugging the cops on on Friday. They'll do it again on this Wednesday. Then they go back. They talk the talk, but they never, never walk the walk. They've got to give the cops some of the tools that they've taken away. They've taken away all the tools that we needed to fight and make the city safe. So, again, I don't expect much. I expect them there Wednesday hugging, yep. saying how much they love us, and then they go back and they do absolutely nothing. Uh, exactly. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I keep pushing back on Bernie. I feel badly doing it because I want to believe it. I want Bernie to be right, but I'm with you. These people, they they don't care. They act like they do. And that was frustrating. i got to tell you, Joe, because you don't want to sit there at that funeral like you and I did and get angry because you just wanted to show your sincerity in your in your really being upset for the family members, but every time Chuck Schumer four rows in front of us shook his head like he was in agreement, or even Adams for that matter, 
I got angry, and I had to tell myself, stop. It's not about them. It's about Jason. It's about his family. But to see it four rows in front of us, I don't know about you, it frustrated the hell out of me. Yeah, well, you, listen, you, you have to realize where they're coming from. They want to get reelected. That's the bottom line. But what I'm hoping is that the public wakes up. That's what that's what has to happen. I mean, the, the, you know, you're talking about Bragg, and, uh, you know, he's got elected on, on his progressive agenda. Well, guess what? Your liberalism is measured by your distance from the problem. And guess what? The liberals in Manhattan are getting a lot closer to the problem. They're seeing their stores getting robbed. They're seeing the homeless. They're seeing people get put on the train. So I'm hoping that the masses smarten up, and that will influence the electeds uh, to change their, change their attitude. So there you go. A little uh, back to the Bernie point of view. And you, you, We did have this uh, very liberal guy, Michael Rappaport, and it's it's when it happens to those people in in particular. He witnessed the shoplifting of a, a Rite Aid, which is about to close, and he was shocked. He was actually shocked and actually considered, you know, he, as far as what he told us, that he would vote for a law and order candidate despite what party it is. So maybe along those lines, we have some hope. Now, the governor, Hochul, I mean, this no-cash bail thing, that which is going on here, is really disgusting. As we spoke with the Rob Astorino, New York State, the only state in the nation that does not allow a judge to have the discretion to keep a violent felon in jail. The only state, and Kathy Hochul wants the status quo to remain. I mean, uh, you have uh, the, the New York State Assembly, Heasty, you have Stuart Cousins. We should be naming and shaming them. What do you think about the whole no cash bail? Is there any hope that we'll get that reformed? It depends, again, on the people. If the people, look, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And right now it's the progressives and the liberals that are squeaking like crazy. It's got to be the majority, a silent majority has got to come out and say enough is enough. How can you have people have uh, no bail? This is insanity. It's insanity. You've got to give the judge discretion to say, you know what, you've got to stay in jail. Your track record is proved. You're a repeat offender. Uh, and they got to stay in. They got They have to go in jail. Look, we need to to adjust the bail laws. I mean, there's some real tragedies. That poor kid in the Bronx who committed suicide after been spending a couple of years in jail. That should never have happened. So yeah, but you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Look at the whole picture, correct it, but don't throw the baby out. With the uh, look, the poop is going to be in the pudding 2022 uh, because we can't tell what the people are thinking. Michael Rappaport, great, but he'll, st- he'll still vote Democrat. Trust me, he'll still vote Democrat. I know him very, very well. The proof will be in the pudding in 2022. If this state uh, votes in a Lee Zeldin or an Andrew Giuliani or Rob Astorino, then there's reason for hope. But I can't take anecdotal stories like Rappaport or two people on the street because I'm with you. It's up to the people, and the people have not shown me anything anything in this city and state for years that they're serious about changing things they haven't but the public is the public is i'm talking about the public they haven't they they keep voting in democrats and i predict (laughs) a republican governor that's your prediction is that is that based upon your heart what you want or or you think that's what the people are going to do i'm here in the streets and i'm seeing people and they're and they're getting angry they're angry and they're frustrated with the electors there's nobody talking good about the majority of the electors. There's a few. I mean, you got Joe Borelli in Staten Island. You got a you got a few that that have common sense and they they know what they're talking about. But the people are really getting angry. 
Start a conversation. Go into your local coffee shop. I don't know, Sid, maybe you were on the Upper West Side, maybe not. Over here in Brooklyn, right. they've had enough. They've yeah. had enough, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, when you got 11-month-old girls getting shot in the face, you have 40-year-old Asian ladies getting at 7.15 in the morning getting pushed onto subway tracks. Yeah, it is. I believe it is resonating with people. And, uh, you know, George Pataki got elected here in New York. There's no reason a, a Zelda in Astorino or a Giuliani couldn't get elected as governor in November. Uh, Chief Esposito, of, uh, it could happen, Listen, right? By the way, guys, guys, that, that the Korean guy who got who got uh, beat up in his store, it's around the yeah, corner Midwood. from my house. It, yeah, it's right by your house. I know that. My house. Yeah, I have an OH. Yeah. I'm yeah. in that store two or three times a week. Wow. He showed me the video yesterday morning. And, and the by the way... He yeah, was a month sure. ago. He was he was attacked a month ago, and they were screaming uh, while he was attacked, "Go back to Korea!" He didn't even call the police, and that happens a lot. They get attacked, yeah. hate crimes, and they don't call the police. That doesn't get reported. This because he was violently attacked, and he had to go to the hospital. Uh, he did call the police, and we we all saw the video. Yeah, out in yeah, the Midwood, yeah, I, uh, Brooklyn. I, yeah, I talk to him all the time, and and like I said, uh, you know, I've, I've been in this neighborhood my whole life, and that store has been. A, was a problem back in the day, but under Giuliani and Bloomberg, it was perfect. Now, every time I go in this store, he showed me another video of getting shoplifted. They broke his the front window. <laughs> so they're waking up. Believe me, the people are waking up. No, no, listen, I hope you're right. And that would be the Bernard's point. Bernie feels the same way. You two guys are much smarter than me. So I hope I'm wrong again. I, I will say this uh, at that service on Friday, uh, you and I, both of our jaws dropped. Uh, that's how good this lady was, this new police commissioner. No disrespect to the rest of the people that spoke, Adams, Lynch, everybody else. But, my God, uh, Shul was so far and away the best of all the public officials. It wasn't even close. Is that fair to say? Yeah, she did a great job. She uh, Listen, her public speaking and her common sense is what really got her that job, I think. I think they realized she's a New Yorker at heart. She's well-versed uh, in, in uh, what the city needs, what the state needs, actually. And I think uh, uh, the way she presented herself is a big reason why she's the, the current police commissioner. I, I, I look uh, to her for some really good things to happen under, under her watch. And unlike Joe Biden in the Supreme Court, uh, Eric Adams didn't announce ahead of time, I'm going to uh, appoint a black female as, uh, you know, the head of the NYPD. He just did it. He did it, and he made the right choice based on oh, all accounts. What? What happened? Excuse me? <laughs> Were you groaning or something right I there? I know. I saw the list of five female candidates days and days before. He wanted the lady, Carmen, whatever, from Seattle. He wanted the well, lady from he, but he, days he before. Make, he, he didn't make the proclamation. Yes, he did. I'm going... He 100% did. It was going to be a oh, black really? female. But yet there was only five people considered, and they're all females. 1,000% well, made a proclamation. In this case, he made the oh, right yeah, choice. Well, he right did, there. but... <laughs> Bernie, I think Sid is right there. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, well, uh, at least he made the right choice. Let's he did make the way. right it choice. Wasn't yes. some woke, uh, no. incompetent woke, uh, you know, woman just you know like Kamala Harris. Put right. it that way. That's <laughs> true. So we'll see you on uh, Wednesday morning. Yes, uh, I wish we can go to something nice together, me, you, and Bernie. Maybe go to Michael's for dinner or something. These funerals are very depressing, but. Uh, I'm, ready, I'm ready when you guys are. Dinner anywhere you want. And don't forget, we're playing golf in the springtime. Oh, we forgot about That's that. Right. That's right. But Bernie, was it Joe Esposito, Bo Deedle, Mike Breen? Breen started the whole mess. Who else? Indeed. You remember? Indeed. Yeah, you two, uh, Bo, me, and that other fellow you were talking about. Yeah. Mike Breen. Okay. All right, yeah. Joe. 
Great job as always. We'll see you Wednesday right, morning, uh, buddy. Jay, Thank call you. Me, call me Wednesday morning, right? I will. I'll call, call you Wednesday, Wednesday morning. morning. Thank you. Joe Joe got me in, Bernie, to the funeral on, on Friday. I'm not sure that I would have gotten inside. I was out there on the streets with our good friend uh, Lou Spagnola from New Jersey. But uh, Joe got me in. He's yep. obviously got he's got huge pull. People, they love he's him. He's got yeah, the, the juice. Cops. Yeah, he does. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.